Father, we thank you for your presence this evening, Father. We thank you for what you have given us this morning, Father, for Hallelujah. your presence with your word. Father, to see the opening of the word becoming more and more real in our lives. Oh God, and now we can already feel your presence, Lord, in this tabernacle through the singing of your, the purchase of the blood of Jesus Christ, through the gift, Father, that you have placed among us. Father, we thank you. We thank you for that. Lord, we can never thank you enough, Father, for the things you have done in our lives. As we heard on Wednesday, Father, that's why we worship you, because you are God, but also by your grace, because of the things we see you have done in our lives. And you continue to do, Father, even making us part of a bigger family, Lord. You have given us brothers and sisters. Father, you have always been on our side. We thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you for the opening of the word. Father, when John saw his name in the book, Father, he rejoiced. He sang a new song because he realized, Father, Lord, that he was not lost. But, Father, he was already in your mind. He was as eternal as God was eternal. Father, we thank you, Father. Here is our cup this evening. We bring ourselves to you, Lord. We pray that you will fill our cup, Father, to the brim, to the... Until, Father, Lord Jesus Christ, we can overload. Father, may you come this evening, speak to our heart, Father. Lord, we need more of your word. We need more of the spiritual food in due season. Father, to give us spiritual vitamins, to give us, Father, Lord, strength in this time. Father, to increase our faith and to draw us closer to you. As we see the time and the, the time approaching, Father. Lord, we lift our head because our redemption is drawing nigh. Father, we love you. We pray for our loved ones. We pray for the needs among us. We pray for Brother Ose. We pray for Brother Andrew Malcolm. We pray, Father, Lord, for, oh God, Sister Erica. We pray for Sister Laura, for Brother Ron Spencer, for different ones, Father, for those who are backslidden. Lord, in this time, we are staying in the breach, praying, Father, Lord, for our loved ones, for those who put in our heart, Father, Lord Jesus Christ as the order of the resurrection will start from the, those at the end. And, Father, it will go all the way for those we know, all the way, Father, to the back. Lord, we are claiming each and every one of them. Lord, we love you and appreciate you. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Put me aside, Father, and may you speak to your people this evening. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you, Brother Ray. Thank you, musicians. Thank you, Brother Tim, man. And the sun, all that create the atmosphere, God is faithful. Amen. I'll repeat myself. Enjoy the service this morning. It's the word of God. Amen. And I'll 
just thinking of what Ed was speaking on that, and this, this quote came to my mind, Brother Banam, where it says, it will be this divinely revealed mystery, truth that literally turned the hearts of the children to the Pentecostal fathers. So this message is, the thunders is our message. It's precious to us. That is the core of message, amen? There is no restoration without the thunders. So we thank God for that. So we cherish them, we appreciate them, and we don't want them to become casual, like we heard them before, or things like that. No, they're still real, they're still profound. That's what makes the difference. You can find any, any prosperity gospel everywhere, but to preach the real truth, of the message of the hour, only the message. That's where lays the rapturing faith. Amen. Where was I? Oh, I didn't ask you to. So I will invite you to go to the book of uh, Luke, chapter 2. Small thoughts this evening. Not planning to take you long, but just to maybe step, set the stage for the meetings we're going to have and, and also the meeting, meeting this evening as God will lead. And Luke chapter 2 25 says, And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And the same man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Ghost was upon him. Notice that he was waiting for the consolation of Israel. And it was revealed unto him by the Holy Ghost that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And he came by the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him after the custom of the law. Then took he him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now let us, thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation. What a testimony. My eyes, not someone else, mine eyes has finally seen that salvation, amen. Invite you to another word, Zechariah 13. Try to combine them. It says, In that day there shall be a fountain open in the house of David and to the inhabitants of Jerusalem for sin and for uncleanness. May God bless his word. You can have your seat. God has been to us, and thank God for speaking to us, to the other ministers as well. They're appreciating the sermon Brother Andrew took. still says in my heart, and keep thinking about it. And, and uh, Brother John and Brother Maxwell, all is good. Everything's just in line. And you go home and you listen to the tape and it just becomes more real. Oh, that's what the brother was saying. Yeah, it's just God, thank you. You can connect now the two. Thank you, Lord. 
the word continued to unfold. Amen. And uh, just love him more and more. It becomes sweeter and sweeter every day. Amen. Our Lord. Thank you. I would like to speak this evening about expectation. Prophet has taken that scripture in Luke 2 and has spoken about expectations in many messages. And I would like to speak about expectation this evening. Uh, just a small thought. You can't have expectation without having faith. You can't have expectation without having faith because faith is now. Faith is the present tense. Faith is always positive. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, is the evidence of things not seen. Faith is a reality. So you can't have, you can't expect on something if you don't have the faith of the substance of that thing. Faith is a revelation. Amen. Faith, it's faith that when, when faith, faith expects, faith expects something it's already have and is expecting it to be materialized. The materialization, it's only what faith already had. Amen? You can't have something that you didn't have. So faith already had it, but now we are just expecting to see it to come. That's what it is. Amen? Before you can have expectation, there must be to accompany that expect. There must be faith to accompany that expectation. And the prophet says there are only two elements in the world that control the world today. That's fear and faith. And says, Russia is trying to get everybody to fear them, and we are trying to get everybody to have faith in God. I don't think about it, but it just came in my notes. I was, I was searching through expectations. It's actually an expectation, 5102. Prophet speaks about it and says, oh, it's actually timely for the time of the hot set. Russia is trying to get everybody to fear them, and we are trying to get everybody to have faith in God. That's the difference. Two elements control all nations, control all people, control all churches, control all individuals, is fear of faith. Now, fear has no valuation in it, the prophet says, none whatsoever. It's perfectly unless it doesn't, doesn't got one good thing about it. If I was to be shot in the morning, what's going to be shot? What's going to be shot? What good would it do to have fear? What good would it do to me? You say, well, what good will faith do? Faith will deliver me. Says, but fear won't help me a bit. You just get yourself all worked up and more nervous than ever when it comes time for the gun to fire. So let's have faith. Faith will deliver me, but if it doesn't, what good would fear do anyhow? Just stay right with faith and hold on to it. Take God's word and remain with God. So if all that's happening around, we want to find where we can find faith. Faith comes by hearing of the word of God. We want to stay with the faith of God. It was expectation 61. Once you have found God's word, you can have faith on it because it is infallible. Amen. Then you can start expecting. Expectation means you get ready for it. Expectation means if God promised to do something, you get ready for it. Amen. Jesus said, the works that I do shall you do. Let's make ready for it. If you say I'm expecting something, you must prepare for that thing to happen. 
You can't be expecting something and you do something else. If you have expectation, you are waiting for it to happen. You are sure, and if you have faith, you are sure for it to happen. You can't just be expecting. Um, if you're expecting without having fear, it means you are just hoping. You hope that something is going to come. But when you have faith, you are certain and waiting for it to come. You are just waiting for it to be manifested. That's the real expectation God is wanting to. Simeon, it was revealed to him. It was not just saying, no, like every Jew, we hope that the Messiah will come in my time. I hope it's going to come in my time. It's different. It was revealed to him that you are not going to die unless you see the Messiah. I can believe we can associate ourselves or we can relate ourselves to Simeon. We have received the promise that we shall not all die, but we shall all be changed. Not just because it is in the word of God, but it has been revealed to us that this is our time. So that's why we are expecting for it. That's why we are waiting for it. Because we have seen the word of God unfold. We have seen the word of God being manifested. We know that we are in line. So God, because your word said so, it has been revealed to you, it has been revealed to me, now I'm expecting it to happen anytime, any moment. And I'm getting myself ready for that because I know that it's going to happen in our time. Amen. Glory to God. I'm sure people were laughing at Simeon. The prophet, you saw the message, you listened to it. People were laughing at Simeon. Look at that old person there. You think that's going to happen. You see that he's going to see. You think that he's going to. But, but Simeon kept going all the time to the temple. I know that I'm going to see him. I know that I'm going to see him. People will laugh, will say all kinds of things, but he had in his heart, I'm expecting him to see him. I'm expecting to be manifested at any time. Let me tell you, Simeon did not see Jesus on the first time that God revealed to him and went to the temple and see him right away. No. It was revealed to him, if you listen to the prophet, it was revealed to him, but he kept going all the time. Maybe it's not today, but I know that he's coming tomorrow. Maybe it's not today, but I know that he's coming tomorrow. I know that I cannot die. No no matter what, no matter what the devil is trying to put on me, I know that they cannot die unless I see my salvation, unless I see the Messiah. Whatever the devil will try to put on you, what God has given you as a revelation, God, Satan, can never take that away. Keep expecting God to fulfill his own word because his own, heaven and earth will pass away, but God's word will never pass away. You can rely on it, amen. Praise be to God. Look at John the Baptist. He walked out there and he was there and he was preaching his message. And he knew that he was sent to forerun for the Messiah. And at one time he could say and say, you know, I know that he's among you. I'm expecting him to be manifested anytime. Because it was revealed to him. And he was now waiting for it to be manifested any time. Even though the people say, but how could, you, how could you say that declaration? How could you say that statement? I know that he has revealed to me that the Messiah is among you. And one day, effectively, he could see the Messiah being manifested and he could say, Behold the Lamb of God that will take away the sins of the world. Who's that? Because he was expecting, because it was revealed to him. The church needs to have the same expectations. The disciples were under expectation to receive the Holy Ghost. 
The first day they didn't receive it. The second day they didn't receive it. But they didn't lower their expectation for what God promised regarding his word. Every time they knew that the Holy Ghost is going to come anytime. Peter, are you sure that we have already received it? No, I'm waiting because he promised when it's going to come, we shall have power from high. Peter knew that when that the promise of God will be manifested at any time. That's what we need to have the same kind of expectations. Did you know that the coming of William Marion Branham was prophesied many years ago, first in the Bible, and then the brother Branham is testifying in the message, he said, greater than Solomon is here. And he said, there was a man who was here who came in the prayer line, just came in the prayer line and asked the prophet, prophet, I just want to know what is your name. The prophet says, my name is William Marion Brown. How do you spell your name? Says, W and expel everything. Says, that man looked at his wife. Honey, that's it. Now those people have been expecting for the promise that was given through the speaking of tongues. I think people, some people know their name, but I don't know. I forgot the name. I don't know the name, but I think one preacher mentioned that one time. They were expecting the prophecy to be fulfilled 25, 25 years after, and they were keep waiting for it to be manifested. And one day they saw in the newspaper, oh, we see that William Marion, we have to go and meet him to see if it's him. And they go and meet the prophet, and he tells them how his name is spelled. And it was exactly as the prophet he was given many years ago to confirm how God is going to visit the West with the mighty prophet in the time. So we are not receiving a message just because a man came and is a preacher and evangelist. We are receiving a message of God that was already prophesied in the Bible and through the ages that we receive a message of restoration. So the people have been waiting for it and one time they saw it being manifested and they could say, we have been expecting it, now we see it being manifested. As we heard this morning, we have seen prophecies. We have heard prophecies after prophecies. We have heard prophecies about the things that will happen in the world. But now we see those things being manifested. We have seen things being manifested. But now we can say, God, we have been expecting those things. We see them being manifested. Let's get ready for the next move that is coming. I don't want to go in that area, but I think it was good just to give that. Now I will go into... The part I wanted to read to emphasize this evening. The fulfillment meets always the expectation. And we have been saying that. We say many times, do you come expecting? But I just want to put that a little bit of emphasis this evening on that. We sang, fill my cup, Lord. But I want to ask the question, what is the size of the cup that you want the Lord to fill. Tell you a story a little bit about, so one preacher was just mentioning a little bit by passing through it, but kind of couldn't get rid of it. Says there was a, there was a place where there was a red cross, they were distributing food to people, a little bit like the situation that we see happening. And they told them, you know, we don't have any vessel, we don't have any cup or any bowl to feed everybody. So each person has to bring his own bowl. That's what we are going to fill in. So everybody came in line. They don't have anything. They just bring the bowl. 
um, having a COVID, but I will go this way. Everybody came with a ball and coming, giving, and everybody that was just filling in, just filling in, just filling in. And one of them came with a tiny one like this, they fed him, or, and we just went. And the second one came, well, just tiny one like this, just fill him, just went and satisfied. And there was just one man who came with a big one like this. And everybody was looking at him like, what's going to happen? I think this one is not considerate of others. Why is bringing that big one like this? And the guy is just coming, came, came, came there. The road cross looked at it. Oh, yeah, that's what we said. You bring your cup, we just fill it. Just fill it, fill it. And he had everything in his cup. And he went. Now everybody started complaining. This one started complaining. How can you give me like that? Only this. You give it to him the, all this. How many times I can go in this? Why? That's not fair. So we just told everybody to bring his own cup. What you expect to have, that's what you'll get. You came that what you're expecting to have, and that's what you get. He came that what he was expecting to have, that's what he got. I just thought, oh, praise be to God. That's usually what happens to us Christians. We come to church, just uh, whatever will happen, will happen. Whatever they give me, they will give me. And you get what just you came with, the size of your cap. But another one will come and he's rejoicing, he's rejoicing. And you're wondering, why is he rejoicing? What it is he really, this, the, the preacher spoke about? I don't understand why he's rejoicing. He came with a bigger cap. He was prepared. God filled my cap all the way. I'm bringing the biggest one this evening. Amen. I'm done my preaching. <laughs> we know that God is faithful. We know that he's going to answer to our prayer. We have faith. Otherwise, we will not be here to begin with. We know that we are believers, but usually we bring a very small cup to the Lord. It's the level of the faith that you know that God can fill. It's the level of faith is the measure of faith. The prophet says nothing is impossible to God. What you, God is unlimited, but it is your faith that limits God. The fountain is so big, it's so immense, you can't exhaust it, but it is your level of faith that limits what God can do in your life. But if you have a faith of God, say, God, I believe your word at what you have said, and I'm expecting it to happen in my life, God is going to fill it all the time, and you will be satisfied. The prophet says if your motives and objectives are right, and if you are clean, and if you are expecting God is obligated to fulfill his word no matter what. If it has been revealed to you personally according to the word of God, nothing can hinder that from being fulfilled in your life. 
The Holy Ghost is willing to give us more than we are expecting to receive. It is willing to fill us with the Holy Ghost than we are expecting to receive. He's willing to heal us. He's willing to have fellowship with his bride than sometimes we are expecting to have it. The Proverbs say, now the Holy Ghost is here. He's just as willing and he can work through the people as the people will let him work. God is, wants to work. God who desires to work. God desires to fulfill his word. But people are not willing. People are not expecting. People are not waiting for him to be manifested. But every service, every time you read the word of God, be expecting for God to speak to your heart. And God is faithful to keep his word. And he will give that what desire in your heart. And sometimes... Just go. Let's build on that. Sounds negative, but it's not negative. Matthew 13, 58. And he did not many mighty works there because of their unbelief. Can you imagine God, omnipotent God? He comes to an area, but he can't do anything in that area because people don't have faith. Because people are bounding him but their unbelief. It's their unbelief that binding themselves. Let's just put an illustration. It's so good in my mind. God is still have the fountain of blessings there. He still have the soup. He still have everything. It's you who are limiting. You are missing to have the blessing. God is not limited. God still have all the blessings. But it's the person who's missing the blessing. Amen. So only unbelief is only hindering the unbeliever. It's not hindering God. It's hindering the unbeliever to receive what God has in his store for the unbeliever. Yeah. Oh, my. You will go away from here just as sick you are now. It cannot save you against your own will. Oh, my. God, save me, save me, save me. But you don't want to give your heart to him. Look at that, that, that maniac who came, and he came, and he came to the, to the feet of the prophet. Is he delivered? No, because he worshiped the spirit inside of him. Right to the, to the feet of the prophet, but no deliverance. Oh God, we don't want to be in that situation. We can come close and close and miss the point. But God, open my heart to receive everything that you have in store for the bride. You must believe that he is and the reward of those who diligently seek him. Amen. Is that right? Now he's here to heal tonight. Why would he heal some and leave others go? See, it's not God's will for any of you to go unhealed. It's not God's will for any of you to go unsaved because he died. I like the quote of the prophet. It's actually very hard to go to hell. Because you fight your way to hell. God has put in the heart of every person to realize that God is speaking to his heart. And thank God for the believer when it's even that thirst for God is there. It's God who puts in that thirst in the heart because some people don't have that thirst for God. So when you have that thirst for God, for thirst for God, thank God for that thirst in your heart. Because God put that because he knew you, amen, and he knew me. Praise be to God. We see Israel, Kadesh Barnea, before the crossing of Jordan. They had the word. They had the signs. 
but did not mix their faith to the word. We know that he delivered us from the Egyptian, but for the new giant that we don't see, we don't know, and we don't think so that he will do so. That's where they made the, 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 the mistake. But what a testimony for Joshua and Caleb. The same God who delivered us back then is the same God today. So we are not looking at how giant they are, how tall they are. We are looking at the promise of God. We don't look at how loud they see how corrupt it is. We are looking at the promise of God. No matter what the devil is going to put you on our way, we we'll look at the promise of God. You will be the bride that will go into the rapture. This bride shall not fail. How come? God, I'm believing on your word. I'm expecting your word to be fulfilled. Listen to this now. Every gift of God is operated by you, by the patient and the people. But, but brother, now I think that, I used to think that when I come to church, he has to, song leaders to lift me up and help me. And I, no, there's a part of it. He has to prepare, he has to sanctify himself, he has to pray and everything. There's a part of it, there's a part of it. But the prophet says, any gift is operated by you and I. Every gift is operated by you and I. I thought that it was the preacher who has to preach and has to preach so hard, so hard to help me to, yes, he has a part of it, he has to consecrate, he has to pray, he has to separate, but there is another part for you, it's you operating the preacher. The life of prayer is operating the preacher. Your desire is operating the preacher. Your sanctification is operating the preacher. What you bring to God, God is going to fill it with what he has in store. I think that faith and expectation go together. We see that little girl who came to the prophet and she was blind and she came to the prophet and said, preacher, oh man, at that time she didn't know, says, if you tell me, you bring me to the healer, I'm going to find my father, myself. She came with great expectation. She knew that if she comes in the presence of that, she was calling her that for that for revelation, but one was the healer. But if I come in the presence of that man, I know I'm going to be healed. She didn't come thinking I might be healed, I might not. She came back from home with a cup very prepared that this evening I'm going to be healed. No matter what, if I meet the healer, I'm going with my cap completely full. I will tell you, although she was blind, she couldn't see, but I'll say her heart could see more than many people who have their eyes wide open. God, we want that kind of eyes to be wide open spiritually to see your word and to say, God, this is my day of deliverance. God, this is my day to be set free. God, this is my day to be on fire for you. God, this is my day to believe your word of God. Something that has been bothering you all the time. Don't entertain it service after service, service after service. Come with determination to God. God, today I'm coming with my cap rightful. No matter the preacher, no matter who's the preacher, no matter the song leader, no matter who's next to me, I'm coming with my cap. I'm going back with my cap completely. Prophet of the Bible says in Mark 5, 
Brother will say, just keep believing. Brother Andrew Malcolm, keep believing. God is working. Amen. Mark 5. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus immediately, knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, Who touched my clothes? She came with a desire in her heart. I'm going to touch him. I'm going to be healed. It was completely revealed to her. No one told her. She didn't have it in the scripture written. But she had faith in God. If I know he's the son of man. I know he's the son of God. I'm, capping with, I'm coming with my cap. I'm just going to touch the helm of his garment. And I'm going to be healed. And she touched him and she was completely healed. She felt strength in her. Jesus turns. Oh, 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 oh. Someone touched me. Peter turned away. Everybody is touching you, Master. What's going on? Everybody is touching. Oh, 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 oh. These not, those people are touching me with those kind of cap. <laughs> oh, those are one just, I don't feel anything. But this one, oh. Where is that person with that cap? Oh, where, where? And then look, oh, I see the cap there. Yeah. Thy faith has healed you. Thy faith has made you whole. Praise be to God. He didn't say, my power or anything. He says, thy faith has healed you. <laughs> look how many times in the Bible Jesus himself has spoken about, thy faith has healed you. Not me, but thy faith has healed you. Amen. Thank God that the prophet we received that age could make a difference. Says, when he go to Lazarus, it was his strength, his virtue that was doing the work. But when he came to that woman, it was her faith doing the work. God is giving us a part to us. We can also have faith to operate in God. God, I want your attention here. That's what he was praying. That when, amen. God, I desire to have your word. Your word made flesh in me, Lord. I want your word to fulfill my life. I'm coming, I'm coming with my cup to fill it. Amen. Mark 6.56 says, We saw every hand turn into villages and cities and countries. They laid the sick in the streets and besought him that they might touch if it were but the border of his garment, and as many as touched him were made whole. Based on her experience, now many people can relate to that. If he healed her, he can heal me. And I thought, God, I, I, I desire to be that kind of person who just believe the word of God, and people believe, oh, because God did this, and he can do this. Sometimes God makes you go through a certain trial, a certain situation, so that he can show that because I heal that person there, Look at person I can do to you. Because God helped you to go to that situation, he can help you in this situation. Because God delivered the son and the daughter of that person, he can deliver your son and your daughter in this situation. God is almighty, unlimited. We must not box God into a certain container. God is unlimited. Amen. Look at that. Luke 5. 
And it came to pass on a certain day, just going to go through the Bible here, as he was teaching, there were Pharisees and doctors of law sitting by, which were come out of every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was present to heal them. And behold, man brought in a bed a man which was taken with a palsy, palsy, and they sought means to bring him and to lay him before him. And when they could not find by what way they might bring him in because of the multitude, they went upon the housetop and let him down through the tiling with his couch in the midst before Jesus. And when he saw their faith, he said unto him, Man, thy sins are forgiven. They didn't have to think. Can you imagine we, we open your ceiling of another person? What if it doesn't heal him? <laughs> Who's going to get in charge of that payment? <laughs> we just bring the cup. We know that if he comes in the presence of the Messiah over there, and the owner sees the power of God delivering that man, he won't care about the ceiling anymore. He will take care of itself. God, if you could have the same expectation for every word of God, many things will be happening among us. The problem is we have lowered down our expectations. The word of God is still real, but we have lowered down our expectations. Oh, this is just the same service over and over and over. God, every service is different. You can have your delivery on that service where you are in. I like this one. There was also another man at the Winnipeg. One limb about two inches and three inches shorter than the other one who wore a high shoe, one of those big build-up shoes. And he brought him a new pair of shoes and brought to the meeting to wear away. <laughs> and God did, will never disappoint anybody with that kind of a faith, the prophet says. He went away with his new shoes on, left his old one laying on the platform, it was whole and made whole. What if every time we come to the service with our new shoes? God, I'm coming to the service with a new shoes. I have the old one that's still bothering me, but this service is, I have my new shoes. I'm not going out of this service if I don't wear my new shoes. Help me, Lord. Help me. Help me. Help me. Help me, Lord. Look at Abraham. Abraham already bought the baby shoes. It did not happen the first year. It did not happen the second year. But he was still expecting for it to come. Like the prophet, the way he's putting it. It was still be able to happen. The Bible says he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. He did not consider his own body now dead, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb, but he was fully persuaded, not partially persuaded, but fully persuaded 
that God, that, that what God had promised, God was able to perform it. Adults can understand that this language. The prophets say, every mouth is asking Sarah, do you see any difference? No, not a difference. Glory to God. The miracle is going to be more powerful next month than this month. Praise be to God. He still keeps his cup. Next month he comes. Sarah, any difference? No difference. Praise be to God. Glory to God. Greater miracle next month, this month, than it was next month. For 25 years, every month, bringing your big cup. Abraham in front of Sarah, I have my big cup. Any difference? No difference. Praise be to God. Tomorrow I'm bringing my <laughs> Oh. And 25 years after that, that big cup, God filled it completely. And Abraham had a testimony now. The same God who gave me the promise is the same God who has delivered me. Not by my power, not by my strength, but by the power of El Shaddai. He still had the same attitude. 25 years had passed. He still had the same attitude. Just the same, just because, just the same because God said so. How do you know God said so? That said, if God says so, there is no more to be said about it. A hundred years old, he still believed God that God will do it. Amen. It will be a greater miracle. What an expectation! I believe that Sarah believed it, but she was not expecting it to happen in her life. That's why she said, no, you know what? You can take Hagar because I don't believe this is pertaining to me. God gave you the promise, but not me. Sometimes the devil doesn't want you to deny the whole message. You know that the message is true. You have seen it working. You have seen people being changed. It can nothing, nothing else but the truth. You know it's the truth, but you don't expect it to be working in your life. Sometimes we don't expect it to be, oh, no, this is just for the pastor. This is just for Brother Ed. This is just for, this is for the minister. This is just for Brother Jake. This is for Brother Helen. No, no, but for you, it's for you. You can tell God, this is for me, God. I come to the word of God with my cup for you to fill my cup with your promises, Lord. Don't put it on the side. Don't, put it, don't, 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 don't borrow someone's womb. Take the womb of your heart for the word of God to pregnant your heart with his word. Is it okay this evening? Just Sarah, Sarah, sorry. Russia want to put fear, but we want to put faith. Amen. Yeah. Prophet says, I saw that man. It was Dr. Boswood's boy. I always liked this testimony. It says he came and he was asking. We all know that, but he was asking. He was, uh, his boy was so sick, and he came to that and says, not one change in the ball. The prophet came and he started praying for that. And after the prince praying, praying for that little boy, he was still on the machine. It was saying respiratory, tan, 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 going down, going down, going down. Physically speaking, you look at it, that boy is dead or is dying. That's what that nurse was next there. She had a small cup. How can you be rejoicing when you see 
your son in that condition? How can you be rejoicing? I don't understand it. But the father looked at her. Oh, you don't understand. <laughs> you just don't understand. As the prophet has prayed for that, and I believe the word of God, by your stripes you are healed, I can already start rejoicing because for me it's already a finished work. But I don't see the result. I'm just believing. I'm already thanking God because for me it's already a finished work. God said so, and I believe it, and that settles it. I don't, he didn't ask me to understand, to explain how it's going to be. I just believe it because he said so. Amen. Physical healing, spiritual healing. The prophet said the boys married and got two children. It depends on what you are looking at. Don't look at the symptoms. If you fulfill what God said, believe it. I said it's done. That finishes it. It's all over. The boy never changed for three or four days later, but he got well. Because the father and mother wouldn't have nothing else on their mind. They wouldn't let the devil put his trash in their mind. They stayed right with it and they held it. And he leaves. He's a missionary in Africa tonight with two children. Would you like to know what that was? That's Bob Bosford. It didn't change. What I'm saying, what I'm trying to put here is what lower people's expectations, it's what the devil is trying to put in people's mind. It's the trash, it's the reasoning, it's all the different things, then it lowers your expectations. But let, let me encourage you this evening, don't let your expectations to be lowered. Keep the same expectations all the time. But God is coming to give, respond to expectations. You get what you expect. Don't say, oh, today I was expecting, I was in the service, I was really expecting it to happen there. And then I went home and... Oh, I just, I just lost my expectations. I still believe, but I lost my expectations. Oh, you believe? You need to keep your expectations alive. Think of the believer who came to be just under the shadow of Peter and all the aprons that they would put on Paul. What an expectations. Some people testify that someone just asked Brother Burnham or someone, just show me where Brother Burnham walked. I will just walk in those footprints and I will be healed. I'm not saying to do those same things, but it's just to show sometimes how our expectations have strength. With so many theory, with so many things. And I say, oh, this, this, oh, it was, yes, it was the first pool, maybe the, the, the second pool. It's not what we have. We don't measure those things. But at the same time, we don't want our expectations to be low. Amen. They were just coming there at the presence of Peter. I would just stay in the shadow of Peter. Peter doesn't know me, doesn't need to know me. But they just stay in the shadow of Peter. As he's passing by, I'm going to be healed. <laughs> I don't want to elevate men, but Brother Harold, as Brother Harold is just passing by, I'm just going to be there. God, you're going to heal me. Very few message believers have that same expectations. 
As Brother Bannon was preaching in Edmonton, he said, and those who are expecting, that's why I think you are here tonight. The things that the Edmonton congregation of the Christian have expected, I believe God is going to reveal himself to them tonight because you have been expecting it. I just, I just associate myself to it. Say, God, this is my night. I'm expecting you to do great things. Sometimes the difference between a special meeting and a normal meeting is not the preacher. The difference is not in the presence of the Holy Ghost. The, the difference is not how much the preacher has prepared. Sometimes and most of the times the difference is on the size of the cap that people bring to that meeting. That's why you see special meetings are so tremendous, all tremendous meetings. You just bought a different cap. Wednesdays, you are breaking these calves. That's why you don't get blessing. Sunday morning, sometimes these ones. Evening and Wednesdays are those calves. <laughs> you need to bring a big one every time. <laughs> the prophet always come. That's why the prophet says, People always should come prayed up. What a difference it will make. The prophet will say, Sarah was in awful mood in that day of visitation. The prophet will assimilate to that and says, she was not expecting. That's why she kept in that mood. But Abraham knew that the time of the promise was coming close. It had to be. It was a hundred years old. He was expecting it any time. He watched every minute. When he ran in, told Sarah, this, I believe, is our day of visitation. She kind of looked at him with them big eyes and thought, well, Abraham, you say that a long time. But you know there will come a time when it will be so if God said so. Is there anything too hard for the Lord, the message? And sometimes, uh, I think it says, if you came in that mood, why even go to church? Prophet says, don't even bother go to church. You won't get anything. Oh, this brother again. Oh, you better go. <laughs> you don't want to get anything. But when you go, oh God, no matter what, this is my day, Lord. This is my visitation. I come with a big cup, Lord. This is my need. You know, my, you are still the same yesterday, today, forever. It's not the vessel that you are using. It's your word that I'm looking at. Father, speak to my heart this evening, Lord. I'm bringing my new shoes. I'm going back, not with the same shoes. I'm going back with the new shoes, Lord. I want my life to be changed, Lord. Speak to my heart, Lord. I want it different in my life. You are God, Lord. Every day you are the same. God is going to work in your life. <laughs> amen, amen, amen. That's why you should come to the church, pray that. Don't come to the church, pray that. Don't come to the church like you just go into a market. Oh, hello, just let's go see what's going to happen this evening. Another time again to church. Ooh, I mean, God, speak to my heart this evening. Lord. says, hear him. When everybody is just prayed up and keyed up high and a great expectation as I've walked to the platform and many times, five and six, seven times people, not be one feeble person left, just as soon as you walked out on the platform, 
Everyone gather up out of the wheelchairs and carts and stretchers and everything. Walk right away because you are under such expectations. Now, that was in the day of the early beginning of the ministry before there was anyone else on the field. It had been kind of let down for a while. And so then everybody was, it was, it was new and people were just expecting any time. Now, you will have some if you will have the same expectations, you will get the same result. You see, because it's God that heals the sick. A man could not heal the sick because it doesn't lay within a man's power to heal the sick. What he's saying here, at the beginning there was such a great expectation, but over time those expectations has lowered and people don't see the result. They say, if you had the same expectation as at the beginning, you would have the same result. He says, another message, adoption says, what would happen tonight could have happened tonight if we would be sitting here in a heavenly atmosphere and the Holy Spirit moving over every heart that's been regenerated and become a new creature in Jesus Christ. All seen under the blood in perfect worship with our hands up to God and our heart lifted up, setting up in heavenly places in Jesus Christ, worshiping together in heavenly places. Prayed up. That's why the rapture is not something to be. Did you hear that? Oh, oh Lord. Oh, help me, brother, Father. Amen. I'm ready now. And tomorrow, oh, it was just a false alarm. Oh, I'm free now. Another one. Ooh, ooh. Hallelujah. Amen. False alarm. Ooh, so many false alarm. Why that? I'm teasing a little bit, but it's a reality on many Christians. You see, they're going like this. When they see things, they come to church, and when things are low down, they go back in the world. That's not a life of Christians. You stay prayed up all the time, expecting that to happen all the time. Lord, if it is today, I'm going. If it is tomorrow, I'm going. If it doesn't happen tomorrow, tomorrow I'm bringing my cup again. I'm going. Prayed up all the time. Praise be to God. That's why that Irish woman was there. She knew that, oh, it is, this, this, this is going to sink. This, 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 this ship might sink. In 30 minutes, this ship might sink. Pray now because you have to pray to your God so that we reach in there. No, I don't need to pray. I'm already prayed up. If I go on the other side, I'll see my daughter. If I go down there, I'll see my daughter. Praise be to God. I'm already prayed up. I already settled my case with my God. That's why we have received the message of the hour to make the bride ready. Not the bride who's depending on events happening all the time, but she's ready all the time. That woman, she was waiting for her husband. Chicago girl, she was waiting for her husband. I know he's coming. All the other denominational cousins, they didn't know what was happening. But he had whispered to her bride, on that day, I'm coming. On that day of the voice of the messenger, of the seventh messenger, that's the day I'm coming. You just stay ready with your cup ready for me. And she was waiting. They've been mocking her, mocking different way. Oh, I'm just waiting. I know he's going to come. I trust him he's going to come. And one day, he was coming. Praise be to God. 
That's what the bride needs to be. Glory to God. The world will go scary about Russia bomb. If it happens, if the prophecy of the seventh vision, praise be to God, I'm going home. If it's not a seventh vision, praise be to God, I have a bigger bomb than Russia. Brother Van Am told me that the prayer of the believer is a greater bomb than the bomb of Russia. I have the greatest weapon that God has given me, the word of God and the prayer of God. The testimony of that sister this morning, there was a bomb there, but believers are believing. The bomb exploded. She was not there. Who's doing that? The mighty God is doing that. Praise be to God. Christ is a variety store. You can pick up as much as you can. Make sure that you bring a big cup. I'm going to a variety store. You know, sometimes you go into, I'm making this simple this evening, but I just want to draw a message. You go to Walmart and sometimes you, you have a lot of things to buy, but you're in a hurry, you just bring that small one and you go, Oh, you go outside again, and then you bring that big one. <laughs> You're pushing it. During winter, it's hard to push that thing. But you can't go in the store with a small one. God, Christ is our big variety store. Don't bring a small thing there in that variety store. Bring a big one. God, healing is mine. Salvation of my children is mine. Restoration is mine. A life of sanctification is mine. Prayer every time is mine. The love of God and fellowship with God is mine. Other people might not be satisfied with a small one. I'm not satisfied with a small one. I'm bringing everything that variety store is mine. Denominations are happy with justification. That's not enough for the bride. The bride wants sanctification. She wants the baptism of the Holy Ghost. She wants even the adoption. Even more, she wants the rapture. In that variety store, everything is the bride. Every promise in the book is mine. Just come and take the promise of God. It's mine, Lord. It's mine. And God will fulfill it. The prophet says, I wish to everyone, I always send, we send to each other this, this quote, beginning of the years. I wish to every one of you all the most successful and blessful and healthy new year that I can wish to you. God be with you. May you grow both physically, spiritually, financially, and materially. <laughs> Everything in that variety store. Don't just pick one. If you pick, it's up to you. But for me, I want to pick everything for my family, for my loved ones, for my brothers and sisters in church. Everything God has given me in store, it's mine. The prophet will say we have, it is untapped resources. You know when they're taking sometimes the oil, they can go to a vein and they come to a vein. Oh, 
is a lot of oil here. But we don't have enough recipients to bring that. So they're going to cover it quickly because they don't have enough recipient. But God wants our recipient to be so open. When you tap into untapped resources, God, I'm here to receive everything you have in store. It's a principle. Amen? hope I'm putting that. As Elisha said to that woman, go, Elisha 4, go and find all the vessels. Bring all the vessels. And she went, bring as many as you can. He didn't say bring just two or three. Bring as many as you can. Because your blessings depend on how many you bring. If she had brought as many to fill all the city, that's what she would get. But if she brought just those, I like this small one. If she just brought this small one, that's all she would get. But she filled as many and make sure that they're empty. Sometimes we want God to bless us, but we are full of many different things. God cannot fill everything that is, that is, not, that is not completely clean. God, I want you through the justification to take my cup, to wash it. To put it aside for service, and then to put it for your service. Amen. God doesn't want a cup that's still full. God, fill my cup, and it's full of trash and full of your own idea. No, 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 no. It doesn't work. In God, empty me. Empty me of my own ego, my own pride, everything. Empty me completely, Lord. You have promised in your word that in order to go on the other side, we need the rapture in faith. God, empty my heart just to fill with your Holy Ghost. In order to go on the other side, you need agapao love. Lord, empty me from any hatred, anything, any grudge, any bitterness. Empty me completely, Lord. Fill me with your love, Father. Empty me from everything that is carnal and fill me with your love. Let the word of God wash me and cleanse my vessel, Lord. Oh, God, and make me clean so that you can use me for your glory. That's the desire for the bride. Get empty, friends. Get weak. Deny your own ability, the prophets say. Don't go to the buffet with a full stomach. You don't go to eat to the buffet with a full stomach. You empty yourself, and God will fill in. Amen. Whatever you ask in prayer with faith, believing, you shall receive. Ask abundantly that your joy may be full. Let ask God tonight to just not spare to just not spare nothing but pour out the powers of heaven if he has to shake us and tear us to pieces and go down at the porter's house and be remolded again. If that what he takes, that what I want. And I think that what every honest-hearted believer wants, no matter what he takes. And now, let's bear that in mind as the meeting goes on. I don't care, Lord, what he takes, but I want you to revive me, the prophet says. If it's Something I'm doing, something I ought not to do, something that you should have done. Just tear me to pieces and make me over again so I'll obey you. And with that purpose in heart, God is as just as sure to move on the scene as I'm standing this purpose. Expectation 61.
Amen. Look at the experience of Elisha. I'll finish maybe with this. Elisha will go there. As he's going to walk with Elijah, he comes to Gilgal. Elijah asks him, Terry here. You can tarry here, Elisha. He says, no. No, Lord, I will go all the way. The sons of the prophet came to Elisha. The, world, the Lord will take thy master. You know that the, whole, the, the Lord will take thy master, as you say. In other words, can't you say, you don't need to go further. Just tarry here. And the sons of the prophet were good people. Very good people. You see how the testimony for that woman who came to fill out the, the, the empty vessel, she says, you see how my husband served you so well, served the Lord with faithfulness. They were good people, but they didn't want to go further. They were just content and happy with what they got there. Let's just stay at Gilgal. Let's just stay at Bethel. Let's just stay at Jericho, all the different things. But no, Elisha was saying, I'm going all the way. I'm going all the way. I'm going to cross Jordan. Jordan means I'm going to die to myself. In order for God to give me my double portion, as I'm going to ask the big things, I need to die to myself. I need to die to the things that are still bothering me on the inside. I want to cross Jordan to go on the other side. The third pool is more expectation of God. The third pool is when God asks at you, right? Ask whatever you have need of. Whatever you have, bring any size of the cup as you want. Have to write any size of the cup that you want, bring it to me, and I'm here able, God is able to fulfill that. But the only condition difference with the Hattie Wright, she had already crossed Jordan. Amen. In order to have the request that Elijah can tell Elijah, ask whatever you have to ask, you need, you need to cross Jordan over there. Because if you don't cross Jordan, you will be asking according to your own last. We are asking, oh, I want this, I want this. Many people, if they were Hattie Wright, they would be asking many different things. But she was already anchored in God. She was anchored in the word of God. I want the great gift that God can give me is the rapture, is the rapture, is the salvation of my children. God, may you give me the salvation of my children in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is given to you, said the prophet. What's that? It's God fulfilling the expectation of his people right now. Sister Meda, Brother Banam, ask whatever you want for Sister Meda. He says, I don't want, before the hand of the doctor touches her, I want that tumor to be removed and let it be so. As he spoke that, the prophet says, he was so sure, I'm paraphrasing, he was so sure, expecting it to happen. He's not even questioning when she called back, oh, Billy, look, look, I have good news. He's just waiting. I know. That's the kind of message we have received. God is giving to the bride whatever she has desired in her heart because she has received the word. She is the word as she receives the word. Amen. Musicians can come. The rapture is something that we are expecting. He comes with those who are looking for him. Be under expectation. The prophet says the people who are looking for him coming, 
is under great anticipation and expectations. We can feel the pressure and they are seeking, watching every move, every sign, comparing it with the scripture. As a believer, you see things happening, you see the believer comparing scripture, they ask, and it's good, it's among us, amen? Because that's part of us. It's not like we want to force scripture to be fulfilled, but we just, it's our time. What about this? What about this? What about this? And when they seen all these things that was predicted of him, right up to the end, they know the end was nigh. They wanted to be there, so they watched. What is the attraction on the mountain? As Noah, as he was expecting, he was getting ready for it. He was expecting it to rain, so he made preparation for the rain. Oh, I like it, says the prophet. Oh, make preparations as long as you hear God's word. Then make preparations for it to happen and wait under expectation and that makes me start feeling religious to begin with. Amen. Just be under the expectations. As you're under expectations, you keep pressing on. That's what Simon was, there, was told. By revelation, you are going to see my salvation. With your own eye, you're going to see the salvation of the Lord. That's what we hear also. We know that Jesus will be here. We'll have a millennium. We'll go home to glory. I'm expecting it, so I'm preparing you for it. I'm waiting for it every day, being ready. When will it come? I don't know. But if it isn't here today, I'll be looking tomorrow. I'm expecting it just because he said so. I live daily under those expectations. That's right. You must have expectations, certainly. If you don't have expectations, I'm, 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 so, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid your life might not meet up because you need to have that expectations of the coming of the Lord every single day, every single hour. Amen. Amen. Do you love the Lord this evening? Yeah. Amen. Brother, I don't know which song I put there. I mean, you can help or maybe. He's in the house. He there, first of all. Little girl was lying there, people all were sleeping. They just laughed at Jesus when he said she's only sleeping. And as he took her by the hand, he began to live again. Some began to praise the Lord, some began to say, Day. 